You are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour Online Radio Broadcast With your on-air host Christopher Albert He is going to amaze you Surprise you Or sadly underwhelm you That's for you to decide In the meantime Stay tuned It's The Junk and Jam Hour With Christopher Albert As heard only on Radio Free Brooklyn which means it's Monday and some of you are still white girl wasted I guess you can be black girl wasted too but that sounds racist so we'll just say white girl wasted yeah white girl wasted right here on the junk and jam hour hello there everyone happy Monday you are listening to the junk and jam hour right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is uh, the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station uh, right here in uh, Brooklyn, streaming original content by New York City artists and broadcasters 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now we have a very special guest uh, joining me in the RFV studio is a free spirit <laughs> <laughs> who originally hails from Portland, Oregon. Who um, always had a passion for music uh, since the tender age of eight when she sang along to all those Neil Soul records her mom played around the house. (laughs) My mother used to play Motown. That's how (laughs) far apart we are. Um, But she was further fueled to write songs as a means to grieve and cope after the passing of her grandmother, um, which obviously is proof you can use things in your life to propel you. Absolutely. In a positive way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, after taking a leap of faith and moving to L.A. when yes. she was 19, yeah. uh, where she knew no one and had to sleep in her car, she was determined to make it. And she was off to a great start as her music career was soon backed by Too Short. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now, as a testament to her grit, she moved once again. 2,800 miles away here to New York City, where she has so far completed a mini tour and, of course, the successful release of her third EP, uh, Made in China 2. Let's welcome singer-songwriter, moneymaker, and rump shaker, because that's what you're going to do when you hear her tracks. (laughs) Anytime you hear records, the badass herself, Miss China Marie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am well. We're just trying to... Organize my sound effects here. Hey. Okay, sound effects. What's good? Right? You like that? Yeah. I we'll, love that. We'll get you the air horn over here. <laughs> China Marie. Yes. You are fresh from your interview on Power 105.1. Yes. How did that go? It was amazing. Well, we all watched it and saw it, but we want to know your take. It was amazing. I mean, that's yeah, family over there. Time. Meezy, Dory, all yeah. of them. Jasmine. Great people. You guys Great have people. a little history yes. of taking care of each other. Absolutely. Taking each other to the ER. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> um, I usually like find artists, you know, who are um, interested or maybe eager to find a new platform. Right. But you somehow found me. I found you. What Absolutely. The, are you crazy? I am. Are I'm you? a whole crazy. <laughs> and I have no problem. I'm a whole crazy. I'm a stalker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, stalker. thank you for hitting me up. How did you find me? You know, I typed in Brooklyn Podcast. I was looking to promote my EP. Oh, I found you and I was Okay, we came right up him. at the top? Yeah. All right. Look Work. at you, Tiny Dad. We, we, <laughs> we've been working on it for a few years. Well, you're doing great. 
So you're going to join me because we, we have so much to talk about. Of course. But you're going to join me in our first segment. Okay. A little segment I called really not so fake. Okay. Really weird news. I love it. All right. So we're going to get started on that. Not so fake. Really weird news. <laughs> we got a little sound effects going on now. Um, where are we going? We are going to a porta potty story. <laughs> so much fun when you have to use one. Apparently, um, it was in Colorado. Okay. A driver um, thought that they would be making a quick bathroom pit stop. So they stopped their car to go into a uh, porto potty. <laughs> and their dash cam <laughs> caught the whole thing. Now, as he emerged from the roadside, I guess he still left the car running or whatever oh have gosh. you. Um, he used the bathroom, but as he was coming out of the porta potty, he came out just in time to see his truck roll across the road and off a cliff. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh Gotta my. love Colorado. Was that really worth the pee? Yeah. <laughs> well, he had to go. <laughs> I figured you a guy. When you, you gotta know, go, you gotta right? go. I guess he could have used a water bottle. bottle, right? He could have peed out the window. He could have peed Something. out. Well, maybe the door, like you open the door, pee sideways. Yeah, he might be a freak, you never know. <laughs> now, I'm wondering if he, if his car still rolled off a cliff, <laughs> if he did just get out of the side door to pee, he probably still didn't be able to catch it. Park his car. Well, right, right. He, he would have peed all over the car. Too, you know what I'm saying? He got a sprint, you know? Yeah. He might be able to catch it. You have any, uh, Porta potty horror stories yourself? I don't really use porta potty. <laughs> no, right? Man, I just they like the smell. Right? Just pop a squat. Vagina. Yeah, no. That's it. You can't. It's that water splashing back up, and it just smells <laughs> hot, steamy in there. It's feeling everybody's just ness. Yeah, oh, no. everybody's ness. 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 Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Mustiness, nastiness. Ness. Ness. Just a lot of ness. I like that. A lot that. of ness. <laughs> so our next story takes us to Texas. Okay. So now um, a young girl posted on Facebook of herself. Um, I want to say, let's see, Bluebell ice cream. Yeah, yeah. This was in a Walmart in Texas. Right. A young woman um, took a video of herself licking the tub of Bluebell ice cream and licking it and putting it back into the freezer in a Walmart. Now, um, it turns out um, that she could have been faced up to 20 years in prison because they started looking for her. Apparently, um, it's a charge of a second degree felony tampering because you're tampering with food. Damn. So... Uh, uh, fortunately for her, she was a juvenile, so um, she's young. Yeah, she's young. So I don't know. I think they're just um, going to That's crazy. Uh, refer it to juvenile court. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just take it, right? I mean, you're gonna lick it. Just take it. It was some Instagram shit, probably. Yeah, it's just for. I'm gonna lick this shit. But people for the bag. don't think that okay, some of these things really are, are actually, illegal. Yeah, 
people purchase these things. And obviously, do anything for clout. Some of these laws are stupid, but obviously, this law is in place yeah. for a reason. That's nasty. It's Niss. 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 She put her Niss in her somebody's niss. ice cream. And now you're eating the Niss. <laughs> Might as well go to the porta potty, finish eating it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. And we're, we're over here worrying about what people at, at, <laughs> at, at, at the uh, fast food window are doing to our food. Exactly. Well, we don't know won't hurt us, right? Or it might. Hopefully you get some fried foods. Fry all the nuts <laughs> off. Fry all the nuts off. <laughs> I'm just going to dip my tongue in this oil here. There this you burning go. oil. There you go. <laughs> just get rid of all this nuss. <laughs> just get rid of all this nuss I just sopped exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so last story um, takes us to um, Seattle. Oh, you close oh, now to me. Now this is a lot of some. This is a lot of ness. Oh God, Northwest, what's going on? Just a little warning. Hi. So a nurse from Seattle um, is warning people because she feels the need she has to, oh. particularly women, Jesus. to stop doing strange things. In and to their vaginas. Strange things. Yes. So now nurses have seen and she has seen everything. So she's had to warn her patients um, to stop doing things like inserting uh, bath bombs. Some oh, like appara- in the bath? Bath bombs. Apparently some women have been putting that in their vaginas for pleasure. Wait, what? Putting bath bombs in the vagina? Some women put garlic in their privates to try and cure yeast infections. That's not it's yogurt. Plain yogurt on a tampon was good. <laughs> Y'all ain't read the Instagram. But now hmm. this nurse from Seattle issued a brand new warning about putting things obviously in the vagina, this time a vacuum. So according a to vacuum? her, two young women aged nineteen and twenty three have recently been admitted to the hospital where she works in this past week after <laughs> attempting to vacuum out their period. Ew. Yes, apparently they use it to suck the blood and hopefully make their periods end early. Oh my God. That is disturbing. It's just, they're just uh, trying to get their niss out (laughs) and put it on the vacuum. I'm at a loss for words. I mean, I don't even know anything to say to that. Well, obviously they're youngish. Yeah, that's not the way. I mean, you were planning your career move. Some women, young women, are planning their end to their period. I mean, shit, I know it's rough. Damn. (laughs) Well, that concludes our segment for. (laughs) Drink a lot of water. I don't know. Let that shit go out. I don't know. Our not so fake, really weird news segment, guys. Really weird news. Okay, so um, on to you. We got get this mood going. You like this? We got our uh, tracks from freebeats.io. Okay, (laughs) freebeats. Now you are from uh, Portland, Oregon, a population where the where the population is eighty five, over eighty five percent Caucasian. Yes, absolutely. What was it like for a brown girl such as yourself growing up? Um, I mean, I grew up with a lot of white people, a lot of Mexican people. You know, the schools that I went to, so. It was great. I got a different perspective on life. You yeah. Know, it was just like... Um, Can we ask specifically what type of brown girl you are culturally? I, You know, honestly, I'm just black and white. Just my black and white. My mom is black and my dad is white. All right. She's so giving I us some know. Holly Berry, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Something like that, maybe. Yeah. I so, just, so, but, um, I mean, growing up here in New York City, 
always surrounded by a whole bunch of different types of cultures. Right, it's a melting pot here. It's, a, it's, it's literally it's a melting pot. It's beautiful, you know, you get a lot of different culture here. Some people still segregate themselves. Right. Um, which happens, but um, for the most part, just so used to. Well, as a Puerto Rican, you know, um, when my grandparents uh, immigrated here, I guess I want to say late <laughs> 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Um, we were... The only people that took us in right. were our African-American neighbors. Um, but again, you know, from one neighborhood to the next, we were surrounded by Greeks, Italians, Indians, right. Chinese, Koreans, exactly. Japanese, Japanese-Americans, you name it. Right. Um, so I guess for you, you always felt um, not just a mixture, but you always felt... I mean, but did that make you feel any different or special that... <laughs> You have mixed race or it was just a It wasn't like the popular are. thing, you know? Like, it wasn't popular to be, like, half black. It was like... Really? You know, like, it just wasn't. I went to an all-white, like, really, like, prestigious white high school. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were nice. You know what I'm saying? People in Portland are very nice. Yes. The only thing that really saved me from being in Portland is that, like, people are... There's still racism everywhere, but... Sure. Out there, it's very liberal. It's very, Got like... It. Free spirit, so people yeah. are like, oh my god, like it's that's where you hair. get your hippie spirit from. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. not like racist white people, you know. It's not like being in Wisconsin where like you feel bad for being sure. black. It's just like Ohio. you just know that you're different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things like that. Where it's like it's not you're different, crazy. Not it, but you don't really relate to a certain extent, right. at least culturally, to yes. everything, which is fine. Yes. Um, but I guess you share. You know, you guys share experiences. Of uh, but now to make your, a name for yourself as obviously as a musician, mm-hmm. uh, Portland, Portland wasn't cutting it, right? Um, especially your genre of music wasn't. It's more like rock and roll. Or, wasn't represented or even yeah. produced. Um, so you packed up and moved to L.A. I packed up, moved to L.A. and um, I just decided I was going to move there. I, yeah. I had enough money to either move there or enough money to go visit. There's no family <laughs> out right. there. So I'm like, that's right. I know okay. that if I go visit people back home, you know, it's like people marry their high school sweetheart. You know, they get a regular job yes. and call a day and yes. live with their family. We and that's get it. Cool. We get it. So I just didn't want that perspective to enter my mind at a young age where I was like, let me just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. Worst that could happen is what? I go back to Portland. Yeah. I had everything Which to gain and nothing happening. to lose. But now, you know, we, we and it happens a lot where if we're not fully supported, right. our family or parents don't understand right. why we're doing what we're doing. Exactly. You know, it's and not that's a understandable. Real job to them. So you right. didn't really have that support. No. From your parents. No. Um but you still went ahead despite Yeah, I think there's like a there's a knowingness within everyone's self. Yeah. You know, like um at least I was privileged enough to have that knowingness and I just knew that this was what I wanted to do. And I know that people were doing it and it was possible. They didn't know yeah. how they did it. But that's not for me to figure out. It's just you have your own journey. Yeah. Your own you journey. Just gotta, you don't got to figure out how you're going to do it. You just got to go for do it. it. And the process and the people and the love will come. Yeah. And that's a really hard thing to do because you're just like, well, it's like jumping off a cliff. Especially <laughs> when know? when everyone around you and everyone is just yeah. so used to living a pragmatic type of life. Yeah, they're content. Um, which we'll talk about because, uh, well, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Your parents would rather have had you play sports. Yeah. My mom, she was Oh, like, because that's such a real career. <laughs> I mean, pa- shout out, by the way, to the U.S. Right. Uh, women. Absolutely. Uh, soccer team. Congratulations. Um, 
But you were terrible at it, right? What sports I did you play? I just wasn't good. I played, I played <laughs> basketball. <laughs> you know, I played basketball. I wasn't good. Yeah. I was good at... I was really fast. So I would get to the hoop and then I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. So it was like... Because like, you didn't yeah, want to hit your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like... I was, no, I was getting I, in there. I can't. I, un, forget it. When it comes to sports, I'm like, oh my God, my face. Yeah. Always. I <laughs> want to get face. hit. I'm always going to get hit or something. But yeah, it was like track wasn't really for me. I just was like, why am I running in a circle? Yeah. You know, I just... I, wanted, <laughs> I don't want to be a hamster. And, and, like, that's, no, that's no disrespect. No, no, it's just no, like, no. I just, right. I just didn't get the fact that running in a circle and trying to beat somebody else's time. I'd rather just, you know, be influential. And So now when you got to L.A., mm-hmm. you still had to work. So for mm-hmm. cash, you worked at uh, Larrabee Studios. Recording? Worked, yeah. Recording no, studio? Or? Yeah, it's a recording studio. I work front desk. Yeah. And I was there for about three years. And it was the best thing because I got a chance to see famous people do their thing. Right. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. Because people don't realize this. Right. But obviously you did. Right. You know, even though you need money right. and you need a job, obviously, to so it's not just a job. It's not one to support what you need to do. Right. Pocket what you need. You know, y- you have music to make. Right. Studio time to purchase. Right. Um, <laughs> why was it important for you while working a practical job that it aligned with your career goal? Um, you know, at first it really didn't. I I got I didn't ever, I never knew what a studio actually was. Like yeah. I had never seen one in person. But you went there for music. I did go there for music, but I was also very sheltered. You know, so got like it. I didn't I didn't know. So you didn't realize at the Instagram. time like it was still in alignment with your goals. You just yeah. thought, okay. It I... was this girl that I had worked at a restaurant with. I was at Bodega Louis, and it's a restaurant in downtown LA. Yeah. And she was like, you should work at a studio. She's like, um, yeah, I'm she pregnant. Right. She's like, I work at this part-time studio and I can't be there anymore. And I'm like, well, what does that look like? So to go to this glamorous studio, Larrabee, it was like, it was like a hotel for like recording artists. Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Mariah Carey, Justin Timberlake was yeah, there. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, wow, this is crazy. It's weird to see them on the forefront. Do you ever get the feel? Did you get that feeling like I belong here? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I felt like I, I belong here, like in the room. In the studio, not at the front desk. No, but exactly. My, but that was my right. that was my like still, way in. Yes. You know, so I just wanted to be around the energy. And it's important to be you. around to be the energy, you know? Yes. So that's right. Um now one of your inspirations for why you wanted to become a singer, obviously you have many, but right. I know you have this story about seeing Aaliyah. Yeah, absolutely. Baby um, girl, a little baby, baby girl. Baby girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was a huge inspiration to me and um I just wanted to give the feeling that she gave and it was really authentic. It wasn't trying too hard. You know, it wasn't overly sexy because I'm not overly sexy. You know? Yeah, I, she like, had some swag to her. It was swag, but it was just genuine, Real, authentic. Right. You know what I'm saying? She like when you get some Mexican herself. tacos, you know what I'm saying, out in LA off the street, that shit is better than, you know, going to Beverly Hills and going sure. to a quote unquote Mexican restaurant. Yeah. It's like, I want to, I want that feeling. I want to bring that feeling to people. Yeah. If you don't know me, you hear my music, like, I like this girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which we are going to hear. Um, once once I stop being so nosy. <laughs> now you were inspired by Neo Soul, mm-hmm. um, as we all were. Yes. Um, now when you think of Neo Soul R&B artists, we think of like Lettucey, <laughs> Erica Badu, yep. Jill Scott, Maxwell, <laughs> Music Soul Child. I mean, it goes on. Um, even her, I feel like now, yeah, right? Yeah, she's really um, amazing. But now you. S- you say you make contemporary R&B, pop music. Right. Um, but I know at one point 
I don't know if you still do. You still label yourself Neo Soul, or was that just Neo Soul inspired? You know, on um, Apple Music, they really only give like Neo Soul Got action it. or hip hop. Okay. And so I don't. But because here's my question, then. I mean, you can label yourself whatever the hell right. you want. Do you want to break that expectation of what Neo Soul can be? I mean, yeah, I think that's that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Neo Soul is like like that D'Angelo, that yes. like, type of like kind of fuck type music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like trying to get that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, but like classy in a way. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, that's not really my I, lane. I, I, but we're going to listen to your music because I feel like I can compare it to like maybe the likes of Keisha Cole. But There's I know elements. for you... You're a little more like uplifting. <laughs> I don't want to sing all the sad songs all the time. Yeah, it's like when you're done, you know. It's like I just need some company. Okay, well, let's start though. We're gonna get back to that question. Everything new? Yes. Um, everything around me brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything is. Um, right now. you know what? Let's take a listen. Okay. And then we're going to talk more about it. Okay. You guys are listening to uh, the Junker Jam Hour right here on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. And um, I am joined here by Ch- with uh, China Marie. And we are going to take a nice listen to everything new. Is everything new? Hey, but R and B artist, yes, China Marie. <laughs> um, 
Thank you uh, so much for letting us share your music. Of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, let's not be gay about this, China. <laughs> so now, <laughs> um, everything around me brand new. Right. You're a boss bitch. You can't be wasting my you know time. Saying, right? Don't be wasting my time. <laughs> um, why was it important for you not you? Not to just reinvent yourself, right? Because right. you've had a few projects even s- since you started in music. Right. Um, but to recalibrate your life and career and start over pretty much. Right. Everything new. <clears throat> it's important. I feel like I got comfortable in LA. Yes. I got content, you know, and I feel like I wasn't challenging myself and I didn't have people around me to challenge me. So it was important uh, that I moved here. And when I moved I here, I feel great. like in LA. And then mm-hmm. me and my husband, we have this thing. We're right. like, he, and we always tell, he's like, you know, sometimes just do, just LA them, just LA them. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and you know what the LA thing? Oh, sure. Even after you just told them, What's the fake you, you just told it? them last week, your grandmother passed. They're like, tell your grandmother I said hello. It's like, right. <laughs> you're not even listening. You're not listening. <laughs> they're all about what they're trying to do and what they're trying to get. And that's why it's like, it's just important, you know. Like, I want you to relax. Relax. I'll, I'll move the mic to you. Okay, Mike. But yes, right. It's like, oh yeah, I love it. I'll see you next week. So right. good to see you. Give me your number. I'm not really typing it in. Right. And I'm not <laughs> saving you. Right. <laughs> so. So like no you. one's really pushing you in terms of everything's so great. We love it. Yeah. It's like it's a very like yes type of place yes. in a way, which is that's what you know. It's Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's Hollywood. It's, it's a, very a fake Hollywood it till you make way. it, you know. So it's which like, you have to do anyway, right? <laughs> but you want you sometimes you need tough love. Sometimes you need yes. constructive criticism. Absolutely. And um, excuse me, and and that again propels you right. to the next thing. Exactly. Otherwise, we're just living in a bubble, or we're just doing what we're already doing just over and over again. Yeah. When I came out here, it was like so much love was given. And people told me, oh, you shouldn't move to you shouldn't move to New York. And I'm like, it's too cold. Or people, da, da, da. it's like, I'm moving. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm gonna try something. New. I can handle this. I'm, I'm, I I can handle it. I mean, it was zero degrees. You you, you could fool me though. <laughs> you definitely look like homegrown Brooklyn. Well, that's a compliment. I'd imagine as an artist, uh, anywhere you've been so far, you you I guess it's your job too to. It's your job not to fit adapt. in, but just, really, because yeah. you still stand out. Right. But just to acclimate in, in not not in a way of getting comfortable, but just right. I'm home now, wherever you are, wherever you are, you're home. Absolutely. Um, why are people so afraid to move out? Do you think from their comfort zone, especially when it isn't really comfortable for them? It's fear. Yeah, it's always fear. Yeah, I think fear is in everybody. It's fear is in me and, you know, insecurity. Where am I going to live? Where am I going to stay? You know, who am I going to be with if not this person, even though they're mentally and physically abusing me? Right. Fear is is created by oneself. So therefore, you can uncreate it. Yeah. If you create it, then you can uncreate it. Or by others, right? We're just listening and not listening to uh, our instincts. Sometimes our instincts are like, you need to go. Yeah, and even though, but it's also insecurities. When you have fear and you have sure. insecurities, yes. those two play such a huge role. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It becomes real in your mind. Yeah, fear is not even real. It's and, <laughs> you know? and, and 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 you know what's so funny? And 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 I do it sometimes. Right. I'm like, can I do that? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, but sometimes there are people 
with note or at least they haven't earned or worked on their craft right. as they should have yet but they do not let that stop them but there's a, a and huge they knowing. go for it when you regardless. have given up so much it's like I used to be very shy and I have moments of being shy but when you've actually given up so much to do what you're doing it no longer matters what anyone now? thinks it no longer matters because you're so <laughs> New York it exhausts you. Well, it exhausts me out. Are you saying you're, you're tired of it? <laughs> you, have you ever been so tired where you're just like, it's cool, I don't even care anymore? Yeah. Like, yeah, you just you go going. for it? Yeah. Like, you're so tired that fear doesn't even play in existence anymore? Yeah. That's how I feel. Got so, it. You got tired of the... I'm tired. tired of your own bullshit. I'm just tired in general of, like, going to all these different places and trains and, like, transportation and, like, <laughs> anxiety. You're just like, my, I'm mentally drained that it's like... I have everything to gain, nothing to lose yeah. at this point. I'm already at like ground well, level. Well, when you're when you're commuting, yeah, you do what I do. The subway. I have my little book. You take a pen. <laughs> you always write. That's or true. On your phone, make sure you have a recorder. I know That's you like idea. to re- record your melodies because they could happen anywhere. That's true. Um, and and just use it for inspiration. So now, um, did, so so you've already answered this. So so then. Obviously, you felt like your time was no, or it was being wasted in LA. It wasn't wasted. It was just comfortable. Just comfortable. Yeah. Um, I like it. One of your one of your lyrics and everything new. I set my mind on this shit. <laughs> Ain't no way I'm gonna quit. Right. Um, which is good because you know, I guess comfortable. You felt stagnant. Yeah. I guess that's a form of quitting getting comfortable yeah it's not a form of quitting but it's, it's headed down that yeah. slope you know what i'm saying it's slowly taking you where you're like oh, no, i'm just gonna do this hey, i'm cool you say as an upcoming artist people don't always take you seriously right of course if you take yourself seriously people will Absolutely. and obviously you do yeah um which i it, you know it's, it makes a big difference um it, and i know you were talking about um, it being especially now all industries I guess right. being follower based yeah I mean it's is that what you mean based. by not being taken seriously <laughs> even though you're a serious artist I, I mean it in a couple different ways like you know if you don't do the really big shows where the crowds are like so you can't see anymore or yeah. you know you're not got the verified check or yeah. you know it's like all these different small things but it, it's it's any anybody we know and love right has worked hard. Right. They've done the small venues, of which course. we have. They've worked their ass off. They've right. done the small studios. But that part. What's you this have whole? To... What's this whole thing now? Where you you have to have it overnight? We want it's like you know you need forty thousand people coming to your shows. That's crazy. But I mean, everybody's going viral these days, so it's like yeah. Just because you go viral, you may have one really dope song, but That's it's like it. Flash where do you the go pan. from there you know what I'm saying like there's a lot of artists there's a number of artists yeah. where you know the the song but you don't know like who sings this I have no idea yeah. you know it's but like, are you still enjoying the process of getting oh, I love there the process. Yeah. I love the process I think that's what keeps me going your you audience <laughs> is gonna find you absolutely and that's it already what, has in New York that's my mantra that's what I keep telling myself absolutely. every day my audience is gonna find me my audience is gonna find me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your audience will find you um, absolutely now going backwards, you again. And you started writing songs. You've always loved music. You started writing songs yeah. as a means to cope. Right. Um, when your grandmother passed away, I guess that was just was that like an instantaneous thing? You're like, 
you felt like you some sort of way and it how do I communicate and articulate what I'm feeling? And the only way you knew how, obviously, is through song and lyrics. Yeah, I just, you know, I just, um, I wanted to talk to her. You know, Got I wanted it. to have conversation. I think yeah. that's why I like to write songs. In a language you understood. Yeah. And did she understand it as well? Was she influenced? Was she influential I mean, in your... Absolutely, very yeah. influential. You know, I'm like... You know, she's like that grandma that's like really cool. You know, yes. she's not like that strict grandma. No. You know, I she she baking, but she still talks shit low-key, you know? <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. like, I like that, you I know? I had my abuelita with me too. She was cool. Um. So, but now, your songwriting process now. Yeah. <laughs> as you have said, because I'm nosy. Because <laughs> I'm nosy. <laughs> involves some tequila. <laughs> it does involve snacks, tequila. Some food. Tequila is great. Maybe some twerking. <laughs> you know, tequila gonna bring the twerking. That's a fact. <laughs> if you're not twerking off tequila, then it might not be tequila. You no. might, you know what I'm saying? You had some tequila before? Yes, sure. <laughs> you want to throw it back, back. We you know what I'm saying? Back, hey. Well, hey. We throw it back and then we throw it back. There you go. Throw it back. Oh, <laughs> um, is that obviously, you know, it's with any art form. Right. With anything we share, and obviously this is something you understand. Yeah. First of all, I just love your energy and I love your purpose Thank because you. you don't always hear. And a lot of us do this for that particular reason. It's to inspire. Right. Um, obviously, there's nothing else we're going to be doing, but obviously we do it to inspire others. Right. Um, and, and, and hopefully if we can touch somebody mm-hmm. in any way. Right. Um, and, and, and just influence them to do what they need to do for themselves, right. you know, because we don't always hear that from everywhere, you know, That's very true. not everywhere you turn on the television or the radio. It's telling you to like be yourself, be, right? Be just and, and it's sincerely, though. Yeah. Right. It's you, like freeze your fat. For $9.99. Right. So there's these all the other messages of body shaming. Yeah, you look at Fuck the body shaming. Raise your eggs now. Like Yeah, if you want to put your tits on the t- Lizzo is doing great, by the way. Oh, she's doing amazing. I love her. So um obviously then it's important for you to get to the studio and to be as vulnerable as possible, as free as possible, because that finds your way into the music. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Takes a little tequila, you know what I'm saying? After after going back and forth in the subway and walking and all different lives, it's like everything is new, but you know, take a little tequila shot and you just yeah. get back in the moment. You know, it's like tequila finds me and when we come together, it's just like I knew it was always meant to be. Yes. <laughs> um now with it with what we do and I mean we're we're grown. <laughs> grown adults. Yes. Um another song. From Made in China to <laughs> Company. I knew you was going to bring that up. I love that song, by the way. <laughs> Thank you so much. So you've been having some company with your husband, I see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have some companies. Okay. Sometimes, you know, there's unwanted company. What do you want? <laughs> we busy. Right. <laughs> um, Let's play it first. Okay. We're going to let him listen to it. We're going to let him. We're going to let him listen to okay. it. Okay. And then we'll talk about it, right? Okay. You guys are listening to the Jugga Jam Hour right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we are joined by the lovely China Marie. And we are going to play some company. Hey. 
Halo. <laughs> receive you need some company we've got some great company with us that was company by uh r&b artist china marie hey 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 (laughs) (laughs) okay so now uh let's get some music over here okay music okay okay i'm good (laughs) so company yes uh, your lyrics explicitly say, <laughs> can you keep me company? I know what you want from me. Facts. <laughs> oh, I'm going to lower this down just a little bit. I mean, you know. We you, know. You done hit the, you know, W-Y-D, You done DM'd me. You know what I'm saying? With the what you doing. Oh, with the W-Y-D, mark, that's right. You know? That's right. What do you, the real question is, what do you want me to be doing? Oh, they gonna find out. You gotta come. You gotta come. <laughs> if you don't first. know, you gonna know. We ain't talking. We ain't talking. We ain't I'm talking. just showing you. <laughs> um, first of all, and then you have the video. Yes. Do you, you like it? Got some fine ass piece of meat in that Ooh. video. <laughs> yeah, Gatsby. He, and then you know he's and he's then he's okay. cute too. <laughs> he's good looking. <laughs> he's all right. He's good looking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
you know, let's hang. Nothing serious. You're sexy. I'm sexy. Right. Come over to my place. We do what grown folk do. You know what I'm saying? The henny make you throw a bag bag. Right, right. Um, (laughs) I know you you talked about... You know what? Skip that. (laughs) I want to talk... Obviously, the song, it's part of who you are. Right. You're a young woman. Yes. You're in your 20s still. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean... Having fun. I don't want to be 40 and not be able to throw a backpack. I'm trying to, you know... Yeah. Get my little groove we on prote- right now. We protecting ourselves though. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always protection. Love it, love it, love protection it. Protection while I'm throwing a backpack, you know. You throwing on the condom, I'm I throwing not, on flickers. I don't. <laughs> of course, we say use condoms. Yes, I mean, or it could be birth control. It could be you birth know. control, anything, a weapon. You never know. These men are crazy. People are crazy. Protection <laughs> is very important, and I don't, you know. Safe sex could also mean having a taser. <laughs> That's very true. Absolutely. I've had enough. I said no more. <laughs> People get it confused. You might have said yes in the beginning, but then you're like, nah, I ain't with it. I don't know what you're doing to me right now. That's true. Remember, you could say no at any time. You could definitely say no any time. I have no problem saying no. Bye. I said no in the middle of the stroke. Like, this is yes, nah. too penetrating. I'm good. That's it. Like girth, not, you know, too long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get that long one, you'd be like, oh. Hold on. Hold I on. I didn't even feel I, it coming. I don't know. I'll just watch you, you know, <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> now, whether in the music business in LA, mm-hmm. obviously now in New York, yeah. you're a young, beautiful woman. Oh, thank you. Voluptuous. <laughs> in a business that is still largely run, operated by men. Yep. Um, what has been your experience so far navigating your career in this industry that's not exempt from gender discrimination, wage gaps, sexual harassment, misogyny? Yeah, I mean, I've been tried a lot of times. You know, there's been um, times where I thought I had a producer friend or a songwriter friend. and um, Especially in L.A. In L.A., you know, and this happens happened. with men, too, on men. Yeah. You all know, the time. They seem really cool in the beginning, yeah. and then you ask for something, and... Um, there was this one particular moment where I had asked someone to help me with, you know, an EP. And sure. uh, he's like, you know, well, if you, uh, you know, recording your bra and panties, then I'll cut the price in half. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I didn't have that much money, you know You're what like, I'm saying? But I'm already kind of wearing a bra. I'm, what more do you I mean, need? <laughs> I'm a hoe right here. But it just sucks when it's like someone that you would actually identify with a, you know, a fellow musician or That's a friend. It. That's rather. You, yeah. And it's just like, damn. Yeah. You really want me to be in my bra and panty to record for half the price? So I got to pay and I got to be naked pretty much. Yeah. That's not help to me. That's not real. That's not genuine. And that's yeah. not what my music is about. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm never going to sell myself so that short. That's what I want to talk about because obviously men are dumb. <laughs> Some men are dumb. Some men are, are dumb. Yes. It might take your f- freedom of choice to wear and look. However you want to, as an invitation to disregard, to disrespect your personal space. And then there are women who are dumb as well, who might say, oh, you deserve to be treated or you're asking to be treated that way. Right. Well, they're just misinformed. You know, maybe maybe they're not dumb. Maybe they're just really ignorant towards it. Maybe they have yet to experience something like that. So it's like, you know, sometimes people are naive. Sometimes people are ignorant to it. Sometimes people really just don't know. Yeah, you know, or maybe they have yet to have that happen to them, or something that you know happened to their family. So they. But just don't what's know. wrong with 
empathy and understanding in terms of you don't have to go through it to understand it. You, it's just plain to see. You know what I'm saying? This is it. it just is what it is. Some people feel like you, they don't have to tip at all. Some people tip twenty percent. <laughs> Some people feel like um, a verbal tip, tip yeah, is the yeah, tip. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's not. You're right. You know, okay. so it's like you got to just take it for what it is, not take it personal. Yeah. If they don't understand, be like, all right, Shadi, I appreciate yes. you, but like, if it was you, maybe you would feel differently. But so in this case, right. when you were asked to be record in your bra and panties, right, and you rejected, right, to you. That is enough. Yeah. Uh, no you, more there's friendship no cursing. That. There's nothing. There's nah. no. How dare you? It's just like, you know what? It's not even about that. Yeah. That's a waste of my energy. It's yeah. just like, all right, bro. I, I that see what it is. doesn't work for everybody. It's that's like, not going to work for me. Yeah. I know, what, I know what it is. I know what I bring to the table. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. It's and like, it's more than this. Yeah. If people, if people help me, I have no problem with giving them the credit for it. I have no problem giving you all the credit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't do this by myself. You know, I have a great manager. I have a great cousin that really helped me stay where I am. So Yeah, you have a gift. Yeah. You just want to be able to share that. Facts. And if you're not you a know, part we of don't that, always, that's cool too. Right. We don't get to where we're going by ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And we have to not have fear yeah. of asking when we need it. Right. But sometimes if you are insecure or you are new, and I think back in when I first moved to LA, if somebody were to offer me that, I probably would be like still naive, you know. I'm from Portland. I come to this really big city, and someone's like, "Oh, I do it for half price." That's what they're banking on. And you on. get in this moment where, like, "Oh God, you've worked with so and so. Maybe I should just do this, and then I yeah. can have the whole world." Yeah. It's not that. And I know it's very easy to have that mindset. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with with questioning that moment. It doesn't make you a slut or no. a hoe. It just means that you're uninformed. Sometimes you're thinking like, oh, "Well, so, um, could I? Should yeah. I?" And when you aren't, it won't hurt. Then you know better. Now, yeah. if you know better and you do it, then that's on you. Yeah. And ain't nothing wrong with well, that either. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you had no money. You was <laughs> yeah. you look good. I don't know. You know, yeah. but for me, I'm not. That's not how I rock. Yeah, I've, I've worked at a male massage parlor <laughs> once or twice, and then I fought it and never returned. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just didn't belong. So now, <laughs> I need a few bucks. So, because um, now, whether, now, whether on an album, yes. a single cover, mm-hmm promo a video <laughs> you wear some very lovely things <laughs> that tend to show off these beautiful girls that says he styles my cousin she styles everything that i, I do it. so she'd be having me in some promiscuous things i'm not gonna hold you yeah and i'd be like yo i'm trying to eat this beef patty with pepper jack cheese <laughs> she'd be like girl you're not about to look fat in my outfit now is so. this your cousin the one in the videos yep. and she moved with you yep. and then yeah she's yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, right yeah, hand yeah. so she styles everything and we creative direct together yeah. a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one in everything new outside of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, well, first of all, is it okay if I asked? Because you, you are top heavy. Yes. Do you does it have does it give you back problems? No, surprisingly, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, my mom always told me it was gonna give me back problems if I didn't wear a yeah. good bra. I so mean, it's genetic, right? I've been a whole bombshell, Victoria's yeah. Secret little baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been blessed enough to be, afford them expensive ass bras. Show them off. <laughs> So, yeah. Or not. Sometimes you lift them, sometimes you don't. Sometimes I'd be like, right now, no bra. Yeah. But then every now and then, you know what I'm saying, the company might come over, put a little bombshell set yes. on, you know, have the fit looking right, have them have parked the up. the fit looking <laughs> right. Love it. Um, How would you describe your image? You know, your personal style and persona is one thing. Right. But if you have an image as a it's singer. Just, it's just comfortable. Yeah. You know, like comfortable. I like to be comfortable. 
I think it's cool to be sexy, sexy but I'm not trying cool. to be in a corset where I'm like struggling yeah. for air, you know? I don't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like my titties pressed up too high, yeah. all up in my chin and shit. Let's, let, I want to say this to all the ladies, beautiful women of color, or not, just yeah. women. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to go into a drag queen's closet <laughs> to look amazing. <laughs> we love true. you just the way you are. Yeah, you be you. <laughs> Confidence is beautiful on anybody. Um, but yes, you're very open-minded, you're very flirty. Yes. <laughs> um, again though, you still have your own standards. Absolutely. And 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 um we'll talk about that because I I know I have that here. You had a a song <clears throat> you worked on policy but we'll talk about that <laughs> um you once made it a point that you want your music to transcend general not general gender right. appeal right. meaning around the way fellas can bump in their car or they don't feel like they can bump in their car because even me walking down as gay as i am I'm like that's gay <laughs> You know, they can't, they feel like they can't bump Beyonce or Mariah. Not that anyone else is bumping Mariah nowadays, but Caution was a very good album. Absolutely. But they could, I feel like. Gender neutral. They feel, I feel like you can bump Aaliyah or maybe Lauryn Hill, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, do you, and obviously that's one of your goals and that's one of your, because you are around the way. Yeah, kind of guy. Like how you play uh, Cardi B. You can money. hang with the fellas. A guy could play that in his car, and it sounds dope. The beach yeah. car is talking about money, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's. I keep. Yeah. I do. I, I I do hear your music being played anywhere. Well, thank everywhere. You. Yeah, yeah. That's what I strive for. That's what you strive for. I do. <laughs> I don't think people, and and obviously that's a testament to your understanding of not just music, right. but of your genre, right. You know, and that just says, okay, you're about not just the craft, but you understand, you understand your audience and you don't want it to be limited. No, just be yourself. Yeah. You ain't got to be like me. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. So now you did work with Ray J. Mm -hmm. As we know, brother of Brandy Norwood. (laughs) By the way, shout out to Ray J. Ray J. We still blame you for Kim K. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Do we not? We still blame him. I I, I can't make it fast enough to my um <laughs> to your uh, playlist over there. To my my sound effects. There we go. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to Kim Kardashian. She's still <laughs> she's still bad. You can't hate it. And she's making her money too. She's making her money. Let's go. Um, shout out to Chris Jenner. Um, <laughs> that's ten percent looking real good. That's ten percent looking Even real good. Even on Kim Kardashian, good. that's ten percent looking real good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they had to be fed and clothed and ha- you know sheltered before then. I'm just saying. Um, how was that experience? You worked with Too Short. Mm-hmm. Yes, Too Short was amazing. He's one of my mentors. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, legendary, absolutely rapper, record producer, yeah, actor, even right, absolutely. Um, what was his Donny? He had a Donny Hathaway cover, right? Did he? I didn't know he had that. Um, well, I I feel like it was the Ghetto. It was based off of. Oh, okay, I see. One of Donny Hathaway's songs, right, "Living in okay. the Ghetto." Love that song. <laughs> By Too Short, too. Right. 
Um, how did that come about? How did that happen? Um, you know, I met him off of Craigslist. Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I didn't meet him off Craigslist, but I met um the job. It was like a video girl type of thing off oh, Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what shoot it was for, but it was for him. And um, you know, we met eating over some In and Out at the video shoot. Hired as a video vixen? Uh, no, my friend was like, you should just come through. And um, oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not really comfortable with that. She's like, just be in, this, in a swimsuit in the pool. You know, you, again, you're a great <laughs> example. You ask the universe. Right. And it'll show you. It always shows you. Just you just have to be available. available and say yes to that opportunity. Yeah. 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 So it was good. I love that. So you, your EP so far, and obviously Too Short to help you with your first one, Potpourri. Yes. Um, which again you work with Ray J on absolutely um, that's a great start it's a great I mean I couldn't ask for a better start honestly a more authentic start if anything uh, you had Made in China yeah last year yep right I yeah. think it was like what May it was like yeah yeah May. yeah <laughs> here we are a year later you have Made in China too yes how has your music evolved since um, your first release it's definitely um, it's more personal to where like I am now in life it's a growing thing so it's like I feel like each album or each project that I do it becomes more personal of yeah. where I currently am now I think you see on Instagram and you see it looks very polished and it's kind of hard to get a grasp of what that person actually is genuinely like outside of post and um, you know I feel like the music really explains it I'm in a I'm in a area in my life where I'm exploring I'm trying yeah. things that are uncomfortable to me and I have no problem sharing my uncomfortable struggle or my uncomfortable journey um, that's so beautiful but still so raw yeah. in public people always see yeah the end result right they don't always see the journey it takes and i to want people to see there. the journey because i wish Cause that i was still able to follow someone with that yeah you know like some other young lady that's coming up like she's gonna hear this interview and go yeah some guy tried me like that too okay cool i made the right decision yeah. you yeah. know like it's always people are always looking for confirmation or validation um no no matter where you are in life you yeah. could be high you could be low you could be in the middle yeah. That people always want validation or just yeah. to feel like okay I got it too that's right fuck that nigga go find another producer <laughs> like that nigga you know what I'm saying <laughs> so now <laughs> I we don't like using this language guys but it just <laughs> it was necessary <laughs> it was necessary to get the point across <laughs> you can show your ass and tits but you don't have to show it because somebody asked you to you can show them just show them when you want to show them right go let's talk about all night let's we are going to put on all night Hey, all night. That's my favorite. Because you know, I know how to segue here. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. You guys are listening to uh, The Jugger Jam Hour. I am joined by the lovely China Marie. And this is All Night. That's what it look like, ballet, hot girls, great times, that's what it look like, rosé, you drink, I drive, that's what it look like, good sex, bad fun, oh my, that's what it look like, 2am at the party, I must stop, 3am we'll be taking one more shot, I ain't rich but tonight I'ma spend a lot, don't you trip, I'ma give it all I
got the man, all I see is mentions Always start with just one, two drinks Blame it on the hit and give a damn what you think Ooh, fuck around and get too lit Do say got me on some new shit Know you with your girl, she just ain't it I know you feel the vibes while you playing Pass the phone, I'ma send the addy If the stroke right, I'ma call you daddy Hit it from the back, grabbing on my fatty Know you like it when I get real nasty <laughs> you guys are listening to the Junker Jam Hour. That was China Marie with All Night. Hey. All Night. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I mean, we'd be up all night in New York, so at least I do. We stay up all night. Club, I can't do it anymore. I just... <laughs> my back. <laughs> my ankles. Not my ankles. <laughs> my, <laughs> my ankles. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Fuck around and get too lit. Yeah. Like, that's what it's like to be in your young, your 20s. Yeah, I mean, you might fuck around. I hope it doesn't keep you from the studio, though. You oh, still got to no. go. I'm I'm getting told. Now, you can talk about going. going to the club all night. It's a fun bop. Mm-hmm. Is any Has anyone ever... What, was there any concern from your family? Oh my God, you're going for your safety. You're going to New York. You're living in L.A. Yeah, I mean, my dad was very nervous. He was like, uh, you know, but I mean, nothing you can't do. You know, yeah, you, stay you just got to do it. Okay, so now... Current, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to head out soon. Uh, your current projects, uh, you did a short documentary on Dinnerland.tv, yes. which everyone can check out. Absolutely. Uh, you're still touring in the state of New York City. Yes, I am. Um, real quickly, they say you're only as good as your last performance. How do you feel about your last one? Um, I feel like I did a really great job. I mean, I um, you know turned up the crowd a lot. You have another performance coming up on the 27th? I do. Where at? Or at Drum. More, at, at Drum in the Lower East Side. Okay, so now uh, for anybody looking to find out more information about you, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at China Marie Music. Yep. On YouTube, China Marie Music. Yep. Spotify, uh, China Marie, Tidal, China Marie, iTunes, and Apple Music. They can find you as well. Yes. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, for everything we do here, you can find out about us on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and, of course, what I do, JunkerJam.com. Um, let's go out with this. Thank you again for having me, guys. Damn right.
yeah, yeah, yeah But you never really show much affection Every time I post a pic, you call in and text Ooh, like how you did my love when I loved you so strong Said you needed more space, well then be on Got a new nigga, yeah, he a blessing And his stroke game's crazy, so you know I ain't stressing, no Yeah, I can't even lie, yeah, he do 